It's Saturday, it's 1 o'clock, and it is Intelligent Ignorance right here on News Radio, and I'm extra excited to for this show today. Extra excited to, for this show because the gang is, is, is back together, man. We the, the, the new twist, the twist show gang is back together. We was just talking. I had to cut everybody off because we was just talking too much and the show was about to start. But uh, but we in here and, uh, you know, it's intel- It's not the new twist show, but it might as well be, but it's Intelligent Ignorance. And uh, without further ado, we bring in the uh, the star of, of Intelligent Ignorance, Mr. R. Dot Hunter, Mr. Black. What's going on, brother? Man, I'm super excited for today, man. It's the new Twist Show reunion. What's happening, Jay? Hey, man. Yo, I'll be honest. I didn't think it could happen, man. I mean, everybody's schedules was so crazy that I, I just didn't think it could happen. And the fact that you and I started this show, I said, well, maybe it could happen because you know, you and I schedule was just crazy. So we couldn't even get right. together to do a show. So I said, like, can we get four people together to do to do a show? I don't I, I, I know we can't do it every week, but we did it today, and we are here. It is live. It is the new Twist Show reunion. Miss Barry and Miss West are on the line. What's up, ladies? Hey, hey, everybody! Get them girls Ms. back in the building. Get them girls so with the celebrity scoop. Oh, uh, one one big difference between this show and um, the new Twist Show. And this is mainly for Miss West, um, and, and a little bit hard dot because he messes this up uh, every once in a while. Every once in a while, not all the time. We don't cuss on this show. We, we don't, we don't oh. cuss on this. Show. So <laughs> I just want to get that, that out there. <laughs> and for anybody, anyone, because I know I know how y'all get down. I mean, I think uh, I think R dot cussed two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> you know. It happens. It happens. I, I got to catch myself quite a bit, um, you know, and I know how Javon gets down. But, you know, uh, welcome welcome to the new Twist Show reunion. I want to thank everybody for being here. I know we have uh, Miss West for a short amount of time. How long do we have, Miss West? Um, you should have me for roughly about 30 minutes or so. I'm actually oh, in traffic right now, but, yeah, I'm here mm-hmm. with y'all for, for, for a minute. Even better. Stay in traffic. It's cool. And uh, and Miss Barry, how long do we have you today? Um, about an hour. Oh, then we got you for the oh, for the for the, duration. For, the duration. for the duration, duration. baby. So um, we have man. Let me tell you that the phone lines are already people calling already. Uh, two. I'm sorry, I'm calling the wrong number out. Uh, two one five three eight three three nine nine two, and um. You know, if you want to talk to us, press the number one button, and uh, and we'll, we'll get you on through. It's the new Twist Show reunion, and um, I just want to talk to some. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm talk to. I'm gonna start with my. Uh, well, hold on. You know what? Let me take this call. I'm gonna take one call real quick first before I get to 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 the um, to upcap or recap of what everybody's been doing. But I'm gonna take this call from the, the seven nine two eight number. Who might this? Seven nine two eight. Hello. Hello? Talk to us. Yeah. Who, who, who's this? Hello? Yeah, talk to you. Who's this? Talk yeah, to Rob Bell. The Bell? What's going on, good brother? What's up? What's up, brother? What's going on? I saw you press the one button. You wanted, Did you want to talk to the team real quick? Well, I just want to say congratulations on the, on the, uh, the uh, reunion show. 
I, I first when I first met you, you had Miss West with you, and uh, you know that's how I met you. But hi, Miss West, how you doing? How you doing, honey? Good to I, have I, you. Yeah, long time no hear. Uh, so I just yes, you know it's been a long time. I, I, I try to, Hey, Jay, I try to listen to you every Saturday. You know, I work on Saturdays, but when I'm free, I try to listen to you every Saturday. So I just want to holler at you. I'll shoot you that text, Mr. Bugs. I know you, you're you a big supporter of, of, of New Twist Show, New Twist Radio. And, um, you know, before before I let you go, uh, real quick, I know the book is, is out now or it's almost out? The book is out, brother. The book is okay, available book is out. on Amazon.com. All you got to do is go to Amazon.com put in when black meets blue in the search bar and when it pops up click on the cover and make your purchase brother it's available appreciate it mr bell and definitely y'all want to check that out when black meets blue and uh go to uh newtwistradio.com and you can check out my interview with mr bell that uh i think we did an interview about three weeks ago maybe uh check out yeah, that interview yeah, with right. mr bell and all that information is right there in the interview and uh, you know, it, it's, it's definitely we, we reminisce on some things, and and uh, I'm still waiting for I'm, I'm I'm going to wait for my part when he has his his TV production, Miss Barry. <clears throat> you might want to get on that when he has his TV production. I'm waiting for my for my role. I'm just I'm just putting it out there. But I appreciate you, Mister Bell. Yeah, thank you, man. We get ready to do something down here in the ATL in about another four or five months. So I'll let you know. Absolutely, keep me posted. Yeah, definitely will. All right, man. I just I, I, I'm not gonna hold the show hostage. I just wanted to holler at y'all, and uh, again, and congratulations. And Miss West, I see you all over the place. So you, you know, you're doing some good things. So you know, you're the worldwide yeah. so I, I'm I'm envious. You all over the place. She's uh, our client in San Diego. Yeah, you she is. No, she she says she's our she's our Carmen San Diego. Yeah, you we, we never know Carmen. where in the world she is. You never know where she at. I can't wait oh, to get man. back to San Diego, actually. See, no, that's, that's beautiful. No doubt. No doubt. All right, y'all. Appreciate you, Mr. Bell. Okay. All right, now y'all definitely want to check out that that book uh, when black when black meets blue. Check out the interview I did with Mr. Bell on NewTwistRadio.com. Two one five three eight three three nine nine two and hit the number one button when we get through. I mean, if you want to get through, but first off, I wanted to let's start with Miss Barry. Barry been she yeah. she been been doing some things, y'all. and I want to I want to get a recap on what Miss Barry's been doing lately. Um, since 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 I don't know, can you say that the new Twitch show kind of disband? I don't know if you can say that. I mean, we, there's a story behind it. No, I don't know if I want to get into the I, whole story yet. I wouldn't say we disbanded. I, we didn't break up. There was no beef or nothing like that. It just kind of faded a little bit. We took a we took. A yeah, and yeah. you know, no nobody believes that when any group says that. They're only like, Oh, nothing happened, you know, just things happen. And they're like, Yeah, new edition, why the why? Why though? But um <laughs> I mean it's it's all love here, which obviously is evident by us being all here today. And um I'm just excited to be here because I miss doing this with you all. But that's a testament to all of us individually and how talented we are and how blessed we've been to be able to branch off and do other things and being busy is a good thing so you know unfortunately it has caused us to have scheduling conflicts where we can't be together on the show like we used to but um personally you know i continued doing my producing thing for television and um what i'm doing now mainly is um 
consulting for communication for social media. So that's still utilizing all of the entertainment info, but just branching out to those new mediums in social media and utilizing those more and more. Man, sound like money to me. Got to stay with the times. Got to stay with the times, baby. Yeah. All right. Before, before I go to Miss West, I do want to ask because last time we spoke to you, I think uh, Miss West and, and I were still doing the new twist show, and we were actually doing it from out from my apartment uh, in Trexel Hill, Pennsylvania. Mm. And um, I think the last time we spoke to you, you were doing a show. I don't remember what the show was. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was on. Was it on We or on what was what channel? What, what channel was it? On? It, it might have been on Bravo. Bravo, that's what it was. It might have been on Bravo, and it might have been um, first family of hip hop with the family of Sylvia yes. Robinson, who yes, um, that's what it was. Kind of got Sugar Hill Gang put on as far as the rap is concerned, and she's um, you know, given the crown of making hip hop, helping hip hop go main mainstream. And if you don't know who Sylvia Robinson is, and you're a fan of hip hop, I, I I advise you to do your research on her. Um, her, yeah. her name her name rings bells in the in the hip hop game, especially early and on in the hip hop game. Um, and and it just one interesting interesting life interesting story with her, uh, Miss West, my my hey. my home, my me and Miss West. I think I think you and I go back further than anybody else on the panel. It's very close between you and our. Dad, to be honest with you, um, Miss West. Yeah. You every time I look on your on your IG, you either um you either like in China or you are <laughs> um getting a massage or you, you got your feet in some water or something. What's the glamorous life over there? I'm jealous. And I think you're about to be a luxury um, house sales sale uh, realtor, right? Isn't, isn't that correct? What's what's going on? Speaking into existence, baby, okay. That's what I do. Yeah. That's I'm, what I do. I'm definitely still traveling, but I plan on, and I, you know, I'm I'm big on keeping something to yourself before it comes to fruition. But I am in the process yeah. of changing careers and going from finance to real estate. So you know, very soon I would like for you guys to be, you know, recommending and suggesting people to me to purchase or sell or invest or whatever they want to do. You gonna have some coupons for them houses? <laughs> nah, 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 nah. You know what? Black people got to stop with that always wanting to discount, always wanting to deal with their friends. Y'all have to start supporting your friends and paying full price to your friends so your friends can be wealthy Absolutely. and successful. Now, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I am going to toot my own horn. I am a big advocate for um, supporting your friends' businesses. And I support some more, but supported so many friends businesses by, or um patronizing so many friends businesses because you know I just believe that we should thing that we should do um and I and I don't ask for discounts um I've been given discounts but I don't necessarily ask for the discounts um I don't expect the discounts but if you want to give me the discount I, I'm not going to argue with you about that either um <laughs> yeah I'm just saying and you know our dot's been with us for the 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 duration of this show, Intelligent Ignorance, that was started, technically it was started in June, and then we kind of faded away for it and brought it back, I think, in September, August, September of last year. Um, but, you know, blocksuite.com, 
TWA. I mean, it's 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 one of these things where, and I'm gonna let you speak on it on your own. But it's one of these things where, like, I feel proud. It's not like I don't feel like I brought everyone together and like everybody grew from new to a show because everybody was doing their own thing way before we got together to do a show. I feel proud of everyone that was a part of the show because everybody is out doing their thing and enjoying themselves and, and, and reaching for more and growing. And that's one thing that I believe that as a person, as even as a leader, people should look for growth and look for growth within the people that they work with. And and, and the fact that, that you guys are growing the way you are, it makes be proud. It it, it, it uh, motivates me to continue to do things because I'm not, I, y'all ain't leaving me behind. I'm gonna tell you right now, y'all ain't gonna do it. I ain't letting <laughs> y'all leave me behind. But but I'm not gonna leave y'all behind either. But all right, man, let's talk about some of the things that you've been doing since the new Twist show. I mean, we, some people know, but some people don't. So let's talk. Oh man, you know uh, the the 10 year anniversary of Block Suite uh, is this year. So it's been 10 years doing Block Suite. Um, and, you know, Black Suite has spawned so many different things for me. Uh, I think I still have the I still have the picture of us in the studio when I was wearing the first ever Black Suite shirt that was created. I mean, it was a prototype shirt. It wasn't even the actual logo. It was just something that was thrown together to start promotions. And then that spawned into a T-shirt business and a line of T-shirts, and now we have T's with attitude, so it's a whole other T-shirt business that spawned from Black Suite. Uh, I have the book that is coming out later this month, uh, Last Name Legacy, which has also brought about another business. So more details about that coming soon because I know, Jay, you wanted the exclusive interview before everything happened. So I've been keeping real quiet on the details until we knock that out. But that is coming very soon, and three other books will be following before 2019 is over. Uh, You know me. I've been around the country. Now I'm back still in my whole corporate career. I'm running another call center up in Pennsylvania. I just got another promotion about three days ago, so – you know, it's been a whole celebration with that. Man, right. it's just so much. Thank you, thank you. It is. Um, it's just yes. so much going on, man. And yes, I look at you guys as inspiration because our whole team has continued to grow, even though we weren't together like we were before uh, every week or every other week. Because I know when I was traveling and I was in Atlanta, I would pop on the show when I could, but. We we have all grown so much personally and professionally, and I'm just so super proud of everything that we've done, and it was an even bigger accomplishment getting us all back together today. So I'm super excited, and I'm not going to let Javon slide because we're going to talk about these Lakers. I'm not going to let her slide today. Oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Are you still you still Lakers fan, Lakers fan? I mean, I'm, still, I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna sure be a Lakers fan until they put me into the ground. What do you mean? Okay, I'm just, you know, I just ask. I'm just making sure. Just making sure. I now know. I don't watch the games, but I'm still a fan. <laughs> okay, well, that's due to hey, proximity, that, not interest. Got to ask you guys a question. Um, how is my sound? Text messages that my sound is messed up, and uh, let me know if uh, I will fix that. Am I am I sound okay? Yeah, you're cutting in and out a little. You're a little spotty. Yeah. All right. Well, let me change. I'm going to fix that real quick. 
Give me, give me. I got a question for y'all. If if this were if our reunion episode was New Edition, would that be Bobby Brown? <laughs> Good night. I'm not he sure. Would not be Bobby Brown, sir. I would be Bobby. Not. Do you want to be Bobby? <laughs> Who's Bobby? Who who would be Bobby? Would Jay be Bobby? Who's Bobby? I would be Bobby. Okay. <laughs> well, who's Ralph? <laughs> So what Bobby are you talking about? We talk about current Bobby. We talking about current Bobby and your Bobby. <laughs> to be to be Bobby then you have to be Bobby now. Well, you got it. I'll just be Michael Bivens. I like to lay low. <laughs> that fits you perfectly, Miss Barry. Actually, he was actually my crush in the group. So I know Jay is working on his uh, his technicalities over there with the sound, but. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to spare you on these Lakers. With LeBron, well, how you, you feel about? Say? I mean, what you got to say? No, I mean, how you feel about LeBron being out there in Hollywood? Well, say that again. I didn't catch that. I said, how do you feel about LeBron being in Hollywood? Um, I'm. I have no issue with that. Um, I, I don't know if you've known this before, but I never was a LeBron fan. But I like LeBron. LeBron is great. You can't go against LeBron. I mean, so it's it's definitely to me a plus considering the team that we current that we had prior to him getting there. Um, nothing but good things. I'm good to see him okay. here. I want to see him win. I want him to get want him to get us a few championships. Should have been a um, sixer. I like him there. It should have been the Sixers. You're exactly right. Should have been the It made no sense other than him wanting to, you know, the theories of him wanting to play with his son and be there by his son's side as he continues to evolve in his own basketball son, career. But it should have been played. the Sixers. His son could have played. Yeah. <laughs> it should have been the Sixers, though, because now he's out there in the West with all that competition. Absolutely. He could – we could have blown through the East with Le- with LeBron, and then he could have faced whoever weeded each other out and been in the finals each and every year if he were a sixer. But he, and he could have played with a mean center too. Could have played with yes, a mean. Center. Yes. Oh, sorry, guys. I sound a little better now. Yes, much no, better. Sound like clear. Sound like clear. Okay. Um. So all right, so we, we talking about this, whatever we're talking about what everybody was doing. Um. Like I said, I'm proud of everybody's growth. Uh, and they continue to do so. Um, and then we talk about, of course, the, the Lakers and all like that. And um, I just real quick, just speaking of the Lakers, Mr. West, and um, and everybody, really, uh, 215-383-3992, if you want to get through and talk to us, press the number one button, we'll talk to you. Uh, we got a call coming through from 4141 number. What's your name and who you call? Don't cuss. My name is Steve. I'm calling from Maryland. What's up, Steve? How you doing? Oh, I, I'm I doing good. I'm Hi, What's Steve. Up? Hey, hey Steve. Me, how are you? I'm, I'm good. Hawks in the building. Is, That's right. This is roommate, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah, I used to be Ryan's roommate. Yeah, I remember. Now, nah, hey, you guys talking about LeBron. Story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's we need to keep joke. Steve on for the whole hour, honey. <laughs> no, um, we're going to cut yeah. Steve short. Thank no, you for no, calling no, today, we, Steve. We Listen, we got to keep him on for at least one story, at least one embarrassing story. No, we ain't gonna do that. Well, we do that. That's not what, what embarrassing for. story is that? Mr. But go ahead and tell LeBron it. Fan. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Who, who's a big LeBron fan? You? Well, no, nah, you're a Heat fan, but but you swear by LeBron. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, I think right, right. LeBron's a goat. Well, I, all I'm going to say, LeBron going to the Lakers is the preface to a massive rebuild. Because Agreed. after every season they don't win, they don't win. They replace the coach. They've been trying to get rid of Luke Walton since last season before LeBron was there. They got rid of half of their old roster. They don't have any real good pieces. They they're going to trade whoever Kuzma and Ingram for some picks. They're going to rebuild without LeBron. They don't have to rebuild without him. He's just there to sell tickets right now because they weren't going to sell tickets. That's my reason for LeBron hmm. going LeBron to LA. Is there to sell tickets. He definitely LeBron doing that. that. I think it's a smart move. I think it's a smart yeah, move I mean, for Hollywood, for LA. So you're saying yeah, to mean, sell tickets and for recruiting purposes. You can't. Tickets. You're not going to recruit anybody to play with him. You can't do it. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants but to play in that you don't, you don't really have to. Some people just want to play with him. Some people, they feel like it's they ticket to the finals. They play with LeBron. I would want to play with him. I, well, I want to play when we play for the Sixers. You said you would not. Because we're not. You would not want to play with him. I would. I'd play with him I if would. he played for the if he played for the Sixers. I'd play with him. But you know, other than that, you know, whatever. <laughs> you think Jimmy Butler want to play with LeBron? I ain't worried about what. Not at all. Because he had the opportunity. Exactly. I'm telling you, nobody really would like to play with LeBron. All right, I got you. Because he, regardless of what you say, he's too ball dominant. He can pass, he can do all that other stuff, but he's too ball dominant. And even if he is passing, if he decides not to, he's just standing around. Offense is stagnant when it, when he has the ball. Because everybody just okay. sits around trying to look and see what he's about to do. Agreed. I really don't Agreed. know who to blame that on. I don't know if I don't know if his teammates get lazy and start depending on him and feeling like they don't have to do as much, or if it's well, that, him. Because I, you know, I do see him it. actively trying to involve a bunch of people, and then, you know, when they don't deliver, he feels like he has to come in and dominate and take over a game. Just like I agree. Play. I agree. Just and especially as you know, a Kobe lover. Kobe wasn't. I, I am Kobe a Kobe lover too, and it's. Kobe took the reins, and he made sure that, you know, if you got in, you better get in where you fit in. But LeBron mm-hmm. tends to be more inclusive of his team. Yeah. You know, Kobe averaged about six assists for his career, right? Clearly not enough. Hmm. Hey, I got another, I got another enough. quick question for you. <laughs> okay, I got another quick question for y'all. Another quick question for y'all. So, did anybody hear about Kyrie's call to LeBron? That's right. I saw and, the headlines. And, I didn't read about it. But uh, y'all got to let me go because I'm actually at work. I'd love to talk hey, to you. Oh, work. No, no problem. No problem. Thanks um, for the call. I'm going to stay listening. But, uh, yeah, I got to start doing – got to get some money or something. All right, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, okay, give that money. All right, roommate. All right, bro. Steve. Well, it was nice of him to call. Official call. Official call. You know me, yeah. Um, yeah, the 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 phone call. Kyrie, Kyrie called LeBron and basically apologized to one of them young hot head, uh, young hot head Thundercats. That, that you know, yeah, young So, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if the question was to me, but I'm 
the first. Um, I think it was it was uh, a case of like the chickens coming home to roost in a sense. Kyrie is now dealing with the young Thundercats that want to be stars, whereas he was the young Thundercat wanting to be the star. And now he's dealing with it himself and he's seeing it. And now he's saying to LeBron, "Yo, I, I, I see what I was now. I'm sorry." I apologize for for, yeah. for that. I'm dealing with it now. And uh, hey, Kyrie, look, you brought that on yourself. You brought that on yourself. That's what you did. <laughs> and for you apologize? Right. Come on, man. Really? Come on, man. That, you know, look, that team got to the Eastern Conference Finals without you, Kyrie. And that's so, the thing. They they're looking at him like we can do it without you. They are. And if they don't if they don't move forward. With him, I don't know. I don't know. Let's just say, let's say this: they got through the playoffs without Kyrie. The, the season, the season itself was, you know, Kyrie was part of the season that that and that helped. But they got through the playoffs without Kyrie. So, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Is Kyrie even going to be back in Boston? I don't know. I'm gonna let you guys talk. I don't. About I don't think he will. And I think that that phone call was a precursor of things to come and I think that that phone call was setting up saying, hey, yeah. can I come home? Hey, hey bro, I'm sorry. You got space for me? Because we need to clean this up. I see mm-hmm. what I was doing then and now that I see and I'm on the other side of it as the veteran who's already won a championship and trying to help these young guys get there and just like you were saying, we got there without you. We don't really need you to get to the to, to the Eastern Conference Finals. We don't really need you or Gordon Hayward, to be completely honest. They don't need either one of their big-dollar stars. If they keep that core of those young guys and they add another veteran uh, front-court player, I think that they could do more damage that way in a depleted East. They just have to get somebody that matches up with uh, Kawhi Leonard. Because he is a problem in the Eastern Conference. Well, you talking about Boston? Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't want them to talk yeah. about what Boston needs. The hell with Boston. <laughs> yeah, I said. <laughs> the hell you know with Boston. Boston. I don't care what they need. I'm just saying. Well, that's that. Person. Y'all, y'all. If y'all want to talk, y'all can do it. But the hell with Boston. I don't care what they need. <laughs> they need to lose to the Sixers. Is what they. But go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I just have to get that off my chest. For, for, for them. Yeah. You said what now? I'm good. I mean, I, I said you'll never find me rooting for for Boston. I'm good. Oh, I, 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 I'm with you. Well, I got a question Ms. Barry for the lady. I thought, I thought Ms. Barry had something. Oh, I, I was just basically, Barry? I was just going to say, you know, um, I agree with the both of you. You know, he's in a situation now where he left Cleveland because he wanted to be the man. He got into a situation, unfortunately, due to injury where he – wasn't able to play. The team was able to flourish without him. And now he's back trying to recapture that role of the man and be a leader in that locker room. And, you you know, you got guys who are like, like you all pointed out, we did it without you. And I think like uh, Jay Chris pointed out, you know, he sees that that's probably some of what LeBron had to deal with with him because that animosity between him and LeBron was, strong, especially toward the end. I mean, Kyrie, it was like a buildup of things. Um, Reporters asking Kyrie, do you you call LeBron dad or is he like a father figure to you? And Kyrie, you know, 
got offended. He's like, I have a dad. He didn't my daddy. I'm a grown man. What's wrong with you people? But um, I think it was it was a big step for him to admit that he apologized out loud. I think it was twofold. It was kind of to gain public opinion again because I have to say as a basketball fan, the way he left Cleveland, I was looking at Kyrie side-eyed. Um, you were playing with the greatest player in the league and you had an attitude. Um, but we all don't know what it's like to be in a locker room with LeBron, to be in a locker room with the personality of someone like a Kobe, a LeBron, a Jordan. And, you know, these are all grown men that have to deal with meshing together. And sometimes it's difficult, but I do agree with Ryan too. I think he's trying to at least crack the door for him and LeBron to reunite because, you know, we don't know how many more years LeBron has left, especially with this groin injury that's kept him out, you know, a few weeks and him having to recover and probably trying to fully recover so he can be great for that second half of the season. Kyrie wants a ring, and I don't think he sees himself getting one, so he had to eat some humble pie. I, I, it def, well, maybe. I mean, I don't. I don't. Yeah, maybe. I don't. I don't see. I mean, I think the Celtics are good enough to win a championship. But um, you think I, they can win the a championship? I think they're good enough. To, I do. I think they're good enough to win a championship as currently constructed. I mean, they could use some more, but I think they're good enough to win a championship. I mean, the, the fact that they went to a game seven against the Cleveland Cavaliers as young as they were last year, and um, they got to a game and really should have won the game as young as they were. I think with the, with the addition of Gordon Hayward, with the addition of, I'm not saying addition, but you know, with Gordon Hayward being healthy, Kyrie Irving being healthy, I think they're, I think they're good enough to at least get to the championship and, and, and really put up a good fight for it. Um, that depending on, depending on what the Warriors looking like, you know, they boogie boogie is back. So who knows? It, it's, 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 exactly. Uh, two one five. Three eight three three nine nine two. I I I don't believe in Houston. I just don't. I'm sorry. I just believe in Houston. I don't like uh, James Harden, but that's just my opinion. Hey, you read that? Five three three <laughs> nine nine two. Press one to talk to us. You want to get? Through. Um, this is not a sports show. We were we were very dominant right there in that first half hour. I know uh, Miss West has got to be going soon. Um, and you know, just let us know, Miss West. You know, it's all love here. But I do want to talk about. I did want to get into some topics that are a little more serious. Um, a couple of things within the past weeks. Of course, last week we spoke with someone about uh, R. Kelly, uh, the surviving R. Kelly thing, and I do want to get you guys' opinions on that. Um, I wanted to get you guys' opinions on the government shutdown without getting too political. And I know it's hard as a political issue, but um, I, you know, are you guys real quick? Are you guys affected by the by the uh, government shutdown in any way? Or do you know people that are affected that are working basically free now due to the government shutdown? And um, you know, if you know anybody, how how are they making out in in this situation? <laughs> Let's not all jump in at once. I'll, I'll start it up for us. I'll start it up. Okay. Uh, but for me personally, and you know me being a previous employee of the government, I was affected by previous shutdowns. So this is not the first time that I have either felt the impacts or known people who were impacted by it. Uh, so this year I do know a few people, especially individuals that are working for the IRS, um, a few people who are working for TSA that are drastically impacted by it. Uh, and it and it really, because now we're at, we are approaching day 30, and I know that there's an announcement coming from our president today at 3 o'clock about the shutdown. 
So we're approaching literally a full month. So it's approaching the point where people have missed, you know, two paychecks. Uh, a lot of businesses right now are reaching out to people and saying, what can we do to help you? If you are legitimately impacted, what can we do to help you? Um, you know, my bank, USAA, which is a military bank, uh, they are waiving any type of fees that are associated with your accounts. I have seen barbers, beauty salons, uh, people posting on social media with businesses saying, if you need, reach out. I've seen a few restaurants say, hey, if you're impacted, please bring your family. We will treat you to dinner. We will treat you to lunch. So while it's definitely uh, a financial impact, I think the one good thing about it is it's showing us that there are people in our society who are still good, and there are a lot of people and businesses who are willing to help other people out. So while it's been a double-edged sword, I can't say that the shutdown has been all bad because it's bringing out some good in people. Um, you you make a good point in that, and that makes me it makes me wonder, right? You know, you know, I, I think it, I think things in a twisted way, and maybe that's why I named Twist Radio. I don't know, but in a sense, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about how Donald Trump's uh, uh, campaign slogan is "Make America Great Again," and mm-hmm. this government shutdown is you're seeing that there is some good people, and in the backhanded twisted way, if if I were to be the one working with Donald Trump public relations or something like that. I would in some twisted way make say that, you know, people are reaching out helpful in America that is making America great again. How many people would hate that I would say that? And how wrong would it be in saying that? Wait, say that again, Greg. Okay, I'm gonna to try to say it again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> In a, in a twisted way, Donald Trump's campaign slogan is "Make America Great Again." There are yeah. people that are reaching out to government employees that are not getting paid. Their businesses working out, people work, look, uh, reaching out, and maybe mm-hmm. giving them a meal or uh, you know bills, or whatever the case may be. It's showing that there are people in America who are. There are still good people in America. Is that part of mm-hmm. making America great again? No. Okay. Tell me why. I mean, listen, this is the thing. We all pay taxes for this government to run efficiently. And though these are very humanitarian and nice things to do, it's not the responsibility of restaurant owners and businesses to make exceptions so that people can afford to live. I mean, that's just not fair to them. It's a nice thing to do, but it's not fair to them. No, it's fair. I agree. I, I agree with that. I do agree with that. But the fact that they are taking, they are, in a sense, complicating things on themselves to help people that have no choice but to have things complicated on them, you know, by no fault of their own, is that is, is showing, is that in the way showing that there are still good people in America? And could he twist it as saying, this is making America great again? Or, or I'm going to go ahead and say no. this. I wasn't going to say this publicly, but I'm going to go ahead and say this. Or, yeah, I, I can't. Hold on, Miss. Yeah. I'm going to let you, I'm going to give you a chance. Hold on. Or, okay, what everybody was afraid of, George Bush, people were talking about with Donald Trump, they, they were saying that 
if this person's elected, there's slavery is coming back. Right? People are saying that. Now you got work for free. And and by law, they, they are able to do to make people free. So the sense is like slavery, right? The sense. Mm-hmm. Is that what he yeah. meant by making America great again by bringing back slavery? I'm just. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, no, that's the way I've been thinking legal, of it for a long time. We have going on. I'm talking about... Uh, that's that's that exactly person. what it is. That's exactly what it is. And these IOUs that they said they're going to give people later and they're going to get retroactive pay, I mean, I could definitely see an excuse coming that because so many people have been furloughed and because it went on for an unprecedented long length of time, that they won't be able to give you the lump sum of your payment, and they're going to have to spread it out because it would just be too much to pay everybody their lump sums all at once. I can see them saying that. How does that help anybody? I mean, the trickle-down effect is hurting people in ways that I probably can't even imagine. You have people who have automatic payments coming out of their accounts, and I know Ryan said that some of the banks are waiving those fees, but there are some that aren't. If you're a landlord and you own one property, yeah, I mean, if you're a huge corporation, maybe you could afford to do that. But if you're a landlord that owns a duplex, I can't personally, you know, maybe someone can't personally say, I can let you go on your rent. Right. That's absolutely true. But at the Mm -hmm. same, you know, at the same time, uh, well, this is a question for you, but, well, you know what, I'm not even going to go there because only have you know, about 20 minutes left. So I'm just going to say that with this government shutdown, teach a lot of people one thing and yeah. a hard lesson to learn for, um, for the people that's going through it. Save money. And I know people live, yeah. uh, some people live in paycheck and paycheck and like that. And I understand <laughs> save money for the rainy day because yeah. those rainy days happen. They may not even be your Because this, this government shutdown is no one's fault the people that are in government. And I'm not talking about the employees that are food. I'm talking about the people that are making the decisions. Don't it, you know, it's their fault. Okay. Um, but you know, I, I you know, I don't want to how how am I saying? I'm I'm still getting messages that I'm saying I'm going Yeah, you're a little tappy, Jay. Yeah, well, but we we're getting most of what you're saying. Um right, I'm going I have to change it up. We both we we know that there are good people out there, but again, the it, right now, the government being shut down is something that doesn't have to be the case. Um, it's shut down because the government doesn't want to agree to a wall that we never were supposed to pay for in the first place. It's not something that our country wanted as a whole. So the fact that they're on a government shutdown for that reason, I can see if it was good reason, um, which is hard to find many good reasons at all. But this reason is just terrible. So, yeah, it's great. I think we've always known that people are – there are good people in this world that will help out when other people can't help themselves. But like Ms. Barry said, some people can't help out. And some people, you know, you're going to get fees from, you know, not being able to pay your bills and getting that, that retro money. It might be able to take care of some, but it might not be able to take care of everything that you don't fell behind on or you don't receive the fee because you didn't pay it on time. So it's just not fair. And I hope it ends quickly. Mm-hmm. Three eight three three nine two. The radio reunion right here in Intelligence. Um, we got Miss Barry West, our dad, of course, here, uh, myself. 
Um, last week, um, we had um, a conversation with the author of Not a Victim, which was a note uh, written by uh, someone who was involved with R. Kelly in the, in the, um, in the, in the sense and was approached by R. Kelly and had some, some similar experiences of people that were um, that are considered victims of R. Kelly and some of the people that spoke out um, in the Surviving R. Kelly docuseries that went on uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, that has the social media in the uproar, people in the uproar. Um, I wanted to get you guys, the ladies' opinions on this because I know R. Dot and I spoke about this at, in, in, a, in a sense. And um, I, want, I know Ms. West Thomas, I wanted to get her opinion on it first. Uh, Miss West, how how did you feel about the R. Kelly docu series? How did you feel about him before the docu series? And what is your what are your opinions on him now? Whether or not you even watched the docu series? <sighs> okay, my opinion before, and I just had to remind myself when you asked me that I can't use curse words. So, okay, I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to curse. <laughs> but my opinion prior to the docu series on R. Kelly was. He really was a non-factor to me. And I mind you, I loved R. Kelly growing up. Um, you know, that's that's my time. So, you know, I, I've listened to R. Kelly music, and I've been at plenty of weddings where they play his music, graduations, et cetera. Um, so, you know, I'm familiar with his talent, and I've always felt like he was talented. However, um, his latest music, um, it, it wasn't anything to, to write home about to me. So I, R. Kelly has fell off the radar for me a long time ago. Old music, sure, played on an old school throwback type of day. But mm, he, he hasn't really been on my radar in a long, 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 long time. And even though I had heard about things, you know, with Aaliyah and him liking the younger girls, I never knew that R. Kelly was physically abusing women. And I don't know if maybe this is just me not being in the loop with things or, you know, maybe I just didn't pay attention. But um, I never knew that. I never knew it was to the extent that he abused and manipulated those women. And just to make the story as short and sweet as possible, I'm totally mute R. Kelly. I have no, no, no type of urge to listen to any of his music, throwback or otherwise. Um, I, I'm R. Kelly. Who is how I feel. Period. Mm. Kelly, Miss Barry, how, how about you? Oh, this is such a tough one. I mean, um, prior to the documentary coming out, I feel like just in general, I didn't have a bunch of R. Kelly in my playlist repertoire, even though um, I like the majority of his songs and they were mostly hits. And when they came on the radio, I liked them, but I didn't really have him in my rotation like that anyway. I think. Um, as a whole in the public, I think his um, persona has obviously taken a huge hit, and I don't think that in a mixed atmosphere um, his songs should be played because I think the majority of people will probably get a bad feeling in relation to those songs. But I think individually, if someone told me they still listen to his music and he's a part of their playlist, I mean, to me that's their prerogative. It's, I don't know what connection that song had to them personally. Um, I think sometimes people don't necessarily connect the song with what they'd heard about him. 
Um, so if someone listens on their own and they like R. Kelly, I don't feel a way about it either way. Um, I think, though, at weddings and pub- in public settings, I think it probably should be stayed away from because I believe the majority of the people um, associate his songs with what they heard in the documentary. Um, mm. I do think Absolutely. that he obviously, from a musical standpoint, is very talented. Um, that I think a lot of blame is to go around, and I think sometimes that point is missed. Uh, I watched the documentary, and there were people up and down the list that I think had a hand in what happened, and there's a lot of blame to go around. I think peer pressure is a big thing, and if anybody in his crew, any of his homeboys said, ew, man, that's nasty. Why are you messing around with young girls like this? If anybody had kind of been on him like that, and not been jaded by the money and his power and his influence, maybe it wouldn't have gone on so long. Maybe someone would have gotten through to him. But like I said, there's a lot of blame to go around. And um, I guess the short of it is if you are someone that listens to R. Kelly still, go ahead by all means. I personally don't think in a public setting his music can be played anymore. It's just too far gone for that to happen. Uh, Ms. Barry, I, I, you know, the fact that you said that, um, what you said, I, I've kind of echoed some of those, some of those same, some, some of those same things in saying that, you know, when I was speaking with someone about R. Kelly's music, and this was after the, the series, uh, first I want to say what, what Ms. West said about the abuse. I didn't know about the abuse either. That was one thing that was surpri- surprising to me about the physical abuse. I didn't know about that. Um, a lot of that wasn't uh, talked about. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as listening to his music, um, you know, I, I took it as, uh, when you said you don't know how that person connects to that music personally, I would have to agree with that because, um, you know, everybody's experience with certain things are different. But my own my own uh, experience, I guess, with the music is, with anybody's music, really, I don't necessarily, when I listen to the music, my I don't think about the person that created the music necessarily, unless I'm in a yeah. conversation about the person that created the music. I am right. more so I am more so enjoying the music. Now there yeah. are people that can only connect the person with what they're listening to the the person that created it to the per like some people can only do that. Okay, that's your prerogative. Um if if that's what you do, that's what you do. I can't knock you for that. Um and if you don't want to listen to R. Kelly uh, because of that, I I truly understand, and I'm not an apologist for R. Kelly. I'm not going out of my way to listen to R. Kelly. Okay, um, I probably haven't listened to R. Kelly during the uh, or since the thing, but I haven't really listened to him that much. I probably last thing I listened to from R. Kelly was probably the Trapped in the Closet little series he had, and I never even finished that because it was too damn long. Yeah, okay? that's probably my last, too. That's probably my last. And I think, I think Ms. West, I think we, that was when we were in the studio back. I think that was that long ago. Am I right? It, it's been it's been pretty long, and it might have been around that time um, that we last were actually, like, in the studio. Um, right. But I think that's that any lover ago. of music, anybody that loves music, is going to separate the artist from the art, um, always. But in this case because I've had this conversation before just recently. In this case, it's so difficult because the music that you hear 
it makes you think about all the things that he's done to these women. Like, right. Okay, let's talk that, about Chris that Brown. Is, that is another. That's another point. Yeah, right. so that, so it, it is majority sexual. It makes you like you can't do it. Mm-hmm. Like with Chris Brown, for instance. Chris Brown beat up Rihanna. You know how much I love Rihanna. But his music doesn't make me think about him beating up on women. It doesn't make me think like that. So I can still listen to Chris's music without thinking about his downfalls, his personal. Now let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Miss. Pers- you make a, a good point. Let me ask you this. We are quite a few years from that incident with Chris Brown and Rihanna, and you hear Chris Brown and you don't think about him beating up women. But when we were closer to that incident, you hearing Chris Brown's music, did that make you think of, um, did, did you, did your thoughts go to that then about him beating up Rihanna? Nope. Never. Nope, because that's, that's not what his music says. His music doesn't say that. His, his music okay. isn't. He has aggressive music where he's a little raunchy, but he's he's never, in my opinion, unless somebody else can pull up some song that you know that says otherwise. He's he's never been that way like towards women, derogatory towards women, in my eyes, on his music. So, I okay. I never I, I mean, did. I, I, I respect that. I can respect that. I still was listening I, to him. I felt bad at first, you know, because it was new and it was fresh. He hadn't yet forgave him. So, you know, I felt bad, you know, hey, Chris, why you do that? But I still was bumping his music. Um, I, I just feel like with the R. Kelly thing, it's like for me to even attempt, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. AJ, nothing but a number. It's like every song that you think to listen to of R. Kelly's that was a hit that was, a, except for the I Believe I Can Fly in his religious moment, it's like everything leads back to you were messing with little girls. Like, so it's, it's just, it's hard that, you know, when you're hearing that music, you're like, well, what are you talking about? You know, it, I didn't have that same feeling with Chris. Not to excuse uh, anything that R. Kelly did because obviously it's wrong to pursue younger women. Um, but you know, after this R. Kelly documentary, I saw a lot of other names being thrown into the mix about people who yeah. had had relationships with younger women. And then it's kind of like, well, where do we draw the line? I mean, obviously, this is R. Kelly's situation is like chronic, <laughs> but. Um, you know, other questions come into play there. Another thing that I saw circulating on the Internet was the age of consent, which I was misinformed about. Um, there are a lot of Midwestern states where it's 16. There's a lot of states where it's 17. So I don't know how calculated R. Kelly was with who he chose because I think in Chicago it's actually 17, and I think in Georgia it's either 16 yeah. or 17. So maybe he knew that he was and figured, he, he was you know, these are ways that I'll right. These are ways that I'll be able to circumvent the law. And still yeah. Well, let me to, let me just say this: no matter how calculated he was, I, I don't think in any state that the age was any lower than 16. Right. Right. Exactly. And, I feel like and, once and, he got pulled up initially on what he was doing, that he was dealing with girls that were minors. I think then he decided, oh well, let me meet that minimum age requirement going forward, you know, so they mm-hmm. can't legally do anything. But it doesn't matter. A thirty-year-old, thirty-five-year-old messing with a seventeen-year-old female is disgusting, and vice versa. A thirty-five-year-old woman messing around with a six, sixteen, seventeen-year-old guy is disgusting, and. It's, and nobody can say anything other than me. I mean, we're not in the 1900s here. Come on. Get it together, people. <laughs> not in the 1900s. 
Um, I didn't get our dot's opinion on, on our account. I know we spoke about it last week, but I just wanted to give you an opportunity to uh, speak your mind on it. Oh, man. Yeah, right, you know, you know, y'all yeah. got me wrapped right. up. Y'all got me pulled in. I, I already said enough about it. <laughs> but just like I, <laughs> just like Miss West was saying, you know, the the age thing. Like the example was a 35 year old woman with a 17 year old man. So it's funny because as I was, as you were saying it, I had pulled up a report that Randy Jackson had just went out to an event, uh, and at the age of 62, he showed up with a 27 year old. Now. When we talk about the numbers and we talk about the numbers of age, because obviously we talked about age of consent, and I understand that the mental thing is there, but is what he is doing right now with a 40-year gap, is that the equivalent, or is it because she's legal that it's not frowned upon? I, I want everyone to forgive me for what I'm about to say. That's nasty on her part. <laughs> That's just nasty on her part. Damn. <laughs> For real? I'm sorry. I'm sorry yeah. to all the 60 some odd year old people that's listening. I'm sorry. That's nasty on her part. But go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to go ahead. That's the, that's the ignorant part of the, of the show. But go ahead. No, that was the question. That was the question to everybody else. Now, let, let me ask um, you. Okay, ladies. Let, let, let me ask you this, ladies, because uh, to continue to piggyback on, on his question, what would make a 20 some odd year old, and I kind of know the answer, but what would make a 20 some odd year old woman want to be with a man that old? Because I don't think anyone Money. on this panel would, would, would do that. I really, I would hope Never. Not. Never. So it's, just, it's strictly money. a money thing. Like you, there's no, you don't think there's love involved at all? I can't, I, I'm going to get out my magnifying glass. I can't find it. <laughs> what, love, love of the money? Yes. You're right. <laughs> love of the money. I like that. But let's talk about our dot's our uh, question. Is, is that is that equivalent to you as it would be a 35 and a, and a 17-year-old? I mean, there's a – I don't want to let Miss West go because she had to leave early. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm rolling. Y'all got a few minutes left. I'm, I'm here. Yeah, it's on the I'm here. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to say – um, Maturity-wise, there's a difference. I mean, you know, obviously a 17-year-old person can probably be more easily manipulated, has an ex- um, as much as someone who is older. Um, but you know, like I like I was alluding to earlier, there are factors I think that go into whether or not a 17-year-old succumbs to someone the likes of R. Kelly, and that has to do with their maturity level, their rearing, um, how. You know, again, they're rearing how they were raised, what their family environment is like, what their motivation is. You know, is it to get a record deal? Is it also for fame and notoriety and money? Um, And, you know, for these girls, I'm wondering a bunch of things. Where the parents were, I'm wondering why R. Kelly's camp let this go on. I mean, there was a guy in the documentary that, that literally said every time he came to visit R. Kelly, there were girls in each room by themselves, naked, just waiting on him to come in. And he is somebody that, to my knowledge, never said anything. So these are people that, 
you know, allow these things to go on. And you guys hear the phrase all the time, hurt people, hurt people. R. Kelly is somebody who was molested mm-hmm. when he was younger and raped when he was younger. And he's someone who obviously there's something mentally wrong with you to be preying on women who are much younger than you. Um, and no one around him set him straight all those years. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Can I can I chime in on something? I just want to I just want to put this out there. Um, I'll be thirty eight. I'm thirty seven. I'll be thirty eight uh, this summer, my next birthday. If if there were a twenty one year old female that was just acting like she was head over heels about me, I would think she something was wrong with her. To be honest, I, really? I'm just saying. I would. I mean, as dashing as I am, and I know I am dashing. <laughs> I would. I would think something's wrong with it. Honestly, like I'm, 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 I'm like 17 years older than you. Okay, like you know, you were being born when I was graduating from high school. I would think there's something wrong with it, honestly, because the thing is, I don't see nothing wrong with that because there's a lot of 21 year old women that are more mature than 35, 37 year old men. Uh, that that is true. I, I get that, but. The thing is, I just think like, why would why me? I guess I would think like, why me? Why not somebody? I, I guess it, it would age? it would be determined by the time you you know you came at a certain time in her life, at a certain place, and you know it, it's it's different factors of what would have brought her to want you. Um, but I don't think that the age would be an issue there. Okay, I'm not saying the age is an issue. I'm just, I'm, I would just have a hard time in believing it. Oh, I would have a hard time well. buying it. Hmm. Be, because, yeah. but, but because of the age, but because of the age, I'm just saying I would have a hard time buying it. I'm not saying that it's not possible, but I would have a hard time buying it because I would, I just feel like someone that age would want someone closer. We don't even probably, we may not even listen to the same music. We don't have the same experiences. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I I was I was listening to R. Kelly before I knew he was a pedophile, and now you know you heard R. Kelly after you know it. But I mean, it's it's completely different. I just I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just me. You know, maybe I'm just cautious. Maybe I you know maybe you know I, I don't I don't smell smoke when there's fire. I don't know, but I just think it would be I think something would be wrong with them. You know what? Now that you say it, if a a 21-year-old were to come on to me, I probably would think they're trying to get me to be their sugar mama or something. So, you know, maybe you have a point there. Maybe you have a point. You are turning what, 37 this year? No, I will be a nice, still young, still tender, 35. Go ahead. 35, okay? She'll be 39. She's going to be 39. (laughs) <laughs> I love y'all. I really do. Yeah, we gotta cut this thing short, y'all. Well not short, but we gotta get out of here. It's time for us to go. I'm gonna give everybody a chance to have a last word or something with Miss Barry. I'm gonna say I enjoyed today. I love and miss you guys and thank you to everybody who listened and called in. Absolutely. Miss West. Same, exactly what Ms. Barry said. It was great to hear all you guys' voices. I'll definitely make sure that I take some time to catch up with you guys more often since I know y'all popping every week now. Um, you promise? I'm just gonna slide in. Uh, you know, yeah, I promise. And I'm going to slide in Jake okay. Chris' line and say, we love y'all for loving us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. She remembers. Hi. 
now. What you gonna do? What you gonna do with Rafa? <laughs> 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 no, but remember. I love y'all though. Seriously. Appreciate and we have a play West. date, Miss West, coming up soon. Yes, we do. We do. Minute, Hold me to heck? that, please. What? Mm-hmm. What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How come I don't get play dates? I like to play. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> with all this R. Kelly stuff going on, you might want to make sure you, you, you watch how you were saying. Right. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Okay. I like to okay. I, I like to have uh I like to have exchanges with adults <laughs> in grown up environments. Okay. That are consensual. Consensual. That are keywords. You know, I don't think I've seen Miss Barry since we all met up at that restaurant that one time. I think it was last time. It's I've been seen a long time. Unless it was it's at been work. A long it, might time. Been, it might actually might have been at work now I think about it, but that was a long time too. Mm. Yeah, very long uh, time. R dot, any last words? Oh man, it was great. It was definitely an amazing experience to get all of us back together again. We got to do this very soon. Uh, if we can put together another spring reunion date, uh, let's next time let's get together because uh, the photo shoot. I was pulling up pictures of the photo shoot that we did at the old studio. I was going through those all the memories. So I was like, we got to get back together. So let's make some time. I know y'all got y'all play date set up. Uh, Miss West and Miss Barry, but make some time for me and Jay so we can all get together. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll make we'll make that happen. Hey, I'm going to thank everybody that's called and supported us throughout the years. Um, I'm going to thank everybody that called in today, um, and everybody that's checking out this show. I'm going to thank Miss Miss Barry and Miss West for for taking some time out of their very important schedules, and. Um, and joining us for this reunion show, this long overdue reunion show, and, and let's promise to do it again. Uh, I'm going to tell everyone out there with an Android phone that is within the sound of my voice, download the New Twist Radio app. I'm going to say it again. If you have an Android phone, download the New Twist Radio app, okay? And I'm going to ask you, should New Twist Radio remove any R. Kelly music from its library? Let me know. Let me know. We'll see. So, look, thank you for joining us for this reunion show. I appreciate everyone that was uh, that, that was a part of it and that listened. And uh, make sure you check out BlockSuite.com on a daily basis and check out NewTwistRadio.com on a daily basis as well. Uh, as far as everything else, man, like, I'm, I'm going to do it old school, y'all. Hey, don't – don't. Uh, I forgot what I used to say. So, look, <laughs> hey, hey, we love y'all for loving us. We out of here, y'all. Peace.